The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with New York Times bestselling author, motivational speaker, and celebrity dentist, Dr. Bill Dorfman. You know, who'd have thunk that we'd all be sitting at home like this? This is not a virtual background. This is actually my real office, and those are real fish. Okay, I'm lying. The fish aren't real. But I haven't killed any of the virtual ones yet. So what are we doing? Today, we're going to do another episode in our Meet the Mentor podcast. This is a precursor to LEAP. We are having LEAP, you guys. Um, it's been a very challenging uh, adventure, let's say. You know, this would be our 13th year. Crazy, because here's the, uh, look, 13th annual, and maybe 13 is bad luck. So if this whole corona thing is because of that, I'm sorry. Here's the information for LEAP if you'd like to take a look. And uh, we will do the program. The only two changes that I'm going to tell you is, first of all, instead of it being July 19th to the 25th, it will be July 20th to the 25th, and it will be virtual. What are you going to do, right? When you get lemons, what do you make? Lemonade. Why do we do these Meet the Mentor? Well, here's the thing. As students go through LEAP Week, and LEAP, for those of you who don't know, is a motivational leadership program for high school and college students. As students go through LEAP Week, we find that the thing that really makes the biggest impact on them is their ability to meet amazing mentors. And, you know, we also say the shortest route to success is through a mentor, right? Why not copy genius instead of inventing mediocrity? So as a precursor to LEAP and to get you guys all excited, and by the way, you can start signing up for LEAP like right now, okay? As a precursor for LEAP, we do these Meet the Mentor interviews where we get to do a little bit of one-on-one -on -one time with some amazing people that I've had the, the good fortune of meeting along the, uh, the road of life. So today will be no different. I actually did a podcast with this young man uh, earlier this week. And I was so impressed with him. And when I read his bio and his story, I thought it, it would really hit home with a, a lot of you students. So I wanted to invite him on our show. So without further ado, I'm going to read you a quick little bio on Joe. And, uh, and then we'll get right into it. So this is Joe Corsion. He is a mindset coach, a podcast host, and an ultra-distance runner whose mission is to help other people create the lives that they truly desire and one that will lead to massive fulfillment for them. He's a host of the Art of Fulfillment podcast, where he's interviewed professional athletes, motivational speakers, best-selling authors, and a dentist, <laughs> all who have helped listeners find fulfillment in their lives. The podcast has over 60 plus episodes and it's been streamed in over 40 countries worldwide. Using what he has learned through battling a fierce 10 year addiction to a drug called Adderall, and he'll explain to you what that is, as well as countless hours of personal development, he coaches others on how to break through limiting beliefs, create empowering habits, and master their emotions so that they can achieve 
the personal and professional goals that they're seeking in their lives. Joe's main message stems from developing a growth mindset and building passion in life. And not only does he talk about these points, he embodies them. Joe left a comfortable yet unfulfilling job on Wall Street to pursue his passion as a podcast host. And he's here with us today. Let me introduce you to my friend, Joe. How are you, Joe? Oh, I'm great. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity and for the warm welcome and for the kind words. And this is such an honor to not only be able to be on your show, but to um, share my message with your audience. And what you're doing with Leap is absolutely incredible. And I'm so humbled to be a part of it. Well, thank you. I am so envious of that big microphone. Where'd you get that thing? (laughs) I want one. I want one. Yeah, I know. I, it's funny because this is my backup microphone because my other microphone's all packed up because I'm ready to move out to uh, the real thing behind me, Phoenix, Arizona, in a, in a week. But uh, yeah, I got this from Amazon. This is actually the, the mic that started it all. This is the, the mic where the first 20 episodes were recorded of The Art of Fulfillment. So Awesome. Awesome. So let's just dive right into it. I mean, here you were working on Wall Street, living not the dream. What happened? Yeah, absolutely. So my original stem to go onto Wall Street and my whole journey on that was I was really obsessed about making as much money in life. Now, I want to make a precursor here is that money is not something that people shouldn't go for. I think money is a great thing that people should go for. Absolutely in life. It's important Um, to be wealthy is really, really important in life and it allows you to do many, many great things. So I'm not bashing money. However, I was looking at money as my only source of fulfillment. Now, why is that? It all stemmed from, as you mentioned, my drug addiction to Adderall. So when I was in third grade, I had massive ADHD, was always fooling around in class, talking back to the teachers, doing you know, a bunch of crazy stuff in class. And at the time, the modern day solution to that was to prescribe your kid on Adderall, which is basically what it does is it calms you down more or less and makes you more focused. So I was taking that when I was in third grade all the way up until I was in college. And what happened was over the years, I started to realize, I was like, wow, I'm only really focused. I'm only really confident. I only feel good about myself when I'm on this drug. And when I'm not on this drug, I'm not any of those things. And deep down, that led to a massive insecurity of like, wow, I'm literally nothing without this drug. And that led me to really not like myself. And so in order to mask this, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make as much money as possible. I'm going to show people I'm rich. I'm going to go out and you know have a big mansion and everything. And it's going to be great. And I basically was just doing that because I just didn't like myself. And again, not to bash on those things, but that was my only source of success and happiness in life. And as I was going on Wall Street, working long hours and, and, and just putting my nose to the grind, the money was coming in, but I found myself still deeply unfulfilled. And I hit rock bottom because I was like, I, I have this money. I have this job that I wanted, but my gosh, I'm still miserable. Like, what do I do? And I realized it's because I didn't like myself. And yeah, I said, I'll tell well, you something. You know, people always say, oh, money doesn't buy happiness. It's kind of a double-edged sword there. It's true. It doesn't. I know plenty of really, really rich people that are miserable. Yes. But let's flip it around. It's pretty dang hard to be happy when you are broke. You know what I mean? For sure. Like, you know, so, you know, finding that balance is so important. 
I honestly don't think I could be happy if I had no money. Like, I, I just don't even know how that could be. But it's not the end all be all. You know, yes. it certainly is not. And I think that you were really wise to realize that you weren't fulfilled, even though you were making all this money. So here's the question, two part. Number one, how'd you kick the Adderall? And number two, how'd you leave Wall Street? Yeah, so it was funny because I actually left Wall Street first um, before I kicked the Adderall. And the reason why was because I was just, I was like, I'm so unhappy with my life. I remember telling my parents, I was like, I'm not happy in this job, not happy in this path. Like I need to go figure things out for myself. So then I said, you know what? I'm going to take some time off. I got some money saved. I'm going to move in with my parents just for a little bit, just so I can get my feet together and really discover who I am. And so I did leave the job on Wall Street and I was unemployed for about six to seven months. And I just want to tell people right now, I'm not advocating to go out and quit your job. I'm not advocating to go out and, and throw a, a successful career away. At the time I had the money saved up and I was lucky enough to have my parents, you know, allow me to move in with them or, you know, for a time. So that was fine. That was great. But I'm not, I'm not the kind of guy to say, you know, burn your boats and, you know, go out and be a vagabond and, you know, crash on other couches or anything like that. Again, to your point, Dr. Bill, I think that adds more stress than, um, than you really need, especially if you don't know who I was, who you are at that time. But anyways, in those times, I did not let it go to waste. I did a lot of introspective work and I realized that my problem was not me. It was just my mindset. I had a fixed mindset. And the way that I came across that was I read a book called Mindset by Carol Dweck. Phenomenal book. Anyone listening right now, like if you want a book that's going to massively change your life, this is one. And the whole concept was around if you have a fixed mindset, you believe that the way that you were born is the way that you're always going to be. And you can't get smarter. You can't get more athletic. You can't get more focused, whatever. Whereas a growth mindset, you believe the human is malleable. You are malleable. You can learn any skill you want. You can learn anything. And that unlocked an idea in my mind. I said, if that is true, then what I need to do is just learn how to be more focused, learn how to be more disciplined, learn how to calm down, but most importantly, learn how to be fulfilled in life. So I went on this massive road of just, and like you said, in the beginning of this podcast, I found mentors mentors changed my life. And I had some mentors who I reached out indirectly and some mentors who were indirect mentors where I was reading their books, listening to their podcasts, watching YouTube videos, taking notes down and learning from the people who actually got the result that I wanted to get in life. And I applied that in my life to the point where I was able to one day unscrew the cap on my Adderall, flush it down the toilet and never take one single pill ever since again that day. And it all comes down to changing my mindset from a fixed to a growth mindset and then finding the mentors who are going to give me the knowledge that would help me to get the result that I want. You know what? Right there in that little capsule, you did everything that I preach at LEAP. And I went over this with you on your podcast. The two most important things that I try to instill in every student's number one, don't wait for opportunities, make them. You could have stayed on Wall Street. You could have been miserable. You could have been making money, making money and taking it all to the bank, right? But you didn't. You stopped and you said, I need to do something different. And you made an opportunity happen. And number two, second part, and I told you this on your podcast, and I love this. When you get an opportunity, you don't take it, you you, you master it. You master it. You learn well, young man. You master it, you know, because look, when ABC put me on extreme makeover, dentistry was my blood. 
Like, I can do dentistry. Yeah, I need, but TV? No. You know, and I watched the first two episodes, and it's like, here I had this great opportunity, and I wasn't mastering it. I was stinking at it, you know? And instead of stinking, I realized we had so much potential to sell more Zoom tooth whitening. By the way, you guys, I invented Zoom tooth whitening. <laughs> but just tell people that, you know, Dr. Bill invented Zoom. And, you know, so I took acting classes, hosting classes, teleprompting classes, you know, cold reading classes. Um, I mean, I even went to the improv studio and took a whole course. And, you know, and then I saw gradually I got better and better and better at it. And it was crazy because the more exposure I got on TV, the more the sales of our company. And it literally quadrupled our sales from like 76 million a year to almost $200 million a year. So, I mean, it was worth it. So you start this, this new business. Now, there are students out there that are interested in this. And one of the things that makes my podcast a little bit different than others is it's not just, you know, I want to hear the Joe story, but what I also want to hear is, okay, podcasts are cool. And I want to start a podcast. So if I'm a student at home and I really deep down inside want to learn how to be a podcast host, give me like some pearls like of, of, of knowledge that they need to know. Like, where do you start? You know, where do you get training? You know, how do you actually launch one? Let, let's kind of go through that process. Absolutely. And I think before um, I kind of get into the technical side, I want to just say one tip that totally changed my life about this podcast and getting it as started up as fast as possible. And that was just saying, don't wait for it to be perfect. Just go. And because I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Dr. Bill, when I first had this idea for a podcast, I sat on it for about a year, about a year. I sat on it because I was like, I want to wait for it to be perfect. I want to wait for it to be great. But I realized I was like, in waiting that for it to be perfect or the perfect moment, I wasn't getting anything done. I wasn't making any progress. I wasn't taking the opportunity. And so all I did was like, I was like, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to start it up. I'm going to try it out. And I know that if I just keep putting out episode after episode, it's going to get better. I'm going to learn more. I'm going to get exposure out there and it's going to be better. So the first step is not waiting for it to be perfect. If you really want to go out and start a podcast, go out and do it. So what if your first episode is not that great? I bet you by the time you get to your 100th, 200th, 500th episode, you're going to be amazing at it. No doubt. So when you say go start it, like, what do you do? Like, you and I had different paths, okay? Yes. Because when I started my podcast, I was already a dentist. You know, I already mm-hmm. had, you know, a career. I already, you know, was a, a TV personality. Like, I had all that. So yeah. I did what I tell students at LEAP to do, ask. So I asked around, and I met John, who's on with us right now. John, you can even say hi if you'd like. John Largent, he has a company and they basically help produce mm. podcasts, you know? So mm-hmm. I literally hired somebody to help produce our podcast. How did you start yours? Absolutely. So I did not hire someone. I did this all myself and it's actually not. And that's what I want to hear. Cause, yeah. Cause that's how probably 99% of the students that are listening to this are going to start. Right. Absolutely. And, and I would love anyone who's interested in starting a podcast to do it, especially if they're young and go out and do it because 
if you got a message to share, the world needs to hear it. So here are kind of the nitty gritty steps of what happened. First thing I did was like, okay, I need equipment. To be honest, really the only equipment that you need in the beginning is one mic, a pair of headphones, and that's really it. That's most of the equipment that you need if you're going to do well, most of your recordings on Zoom. Actually, I just do it with my cell phone. So oh, I don't there have you go. that fancy stuff. <laughs> there so you go. <laughs> you can even start with just your cell phone. Now I've got like mic envy, so I'm going to go get me one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I look as good in headsets as you do. So I think I might just stick oh, with shucks. mics. But all right. Oh, so thank you. Okay, so you either get a mic or a phone. But yep. okay, equipment, number one. Number two. Yep. Number two, you need to find yourself some editing software. And guess what? If you have a Mac, GarageBand, totally free. It's already on there. You can use that. I know a bunch of people have successful podcasts who use that. You can, just, you can just go and use that. If you have a PC, you can download this app called Audacity, A-U-D-A-C-I-T-Y, totally free again. And you can edit your software there. If you don't know how to use it, you know how I did it? I went onto YouTube, found some mentors who were great at Audacity and learned myself through that. So it's free. Again, right now, if you just have a phone and you have a computer, right now, your total budget right now for this podcast is zero. Then after that, what you need is a podcast hosting website. This will help to get your podcast on Apple, on Spotify, on Stitcher, all the major podcast platforms. And the way that you can do that is you just go to this website called anchor.fm. Again, what's the cost of it? totally free. So you can go on there, you put in all your podcast info and what it does is it automatically uploads it to all your platforms that you want to have on there, such as your Apple Spotify's and Stitchers and everything like that. And guess what, my friends, once you've done that, you've had a podcast. Now the next steps is, okay, well, do I want to have guests or do I want to just share my own message? That's totally up to you. If you want to share your own message, hit record and start going and sharing your message. But if you want to have guests, let me tell you this. I thought when I first started this podcast, I'm a 23 year old kid. No one's going to want to talk to me. Like I want to talk to really big people like Dr. Bill and, and like, you know, uh, all these, these CEOs and professional athletes that I've had on the show. Like I want to speak to these people like, man, like what do I, what do I do? And here is the best tip, especially if you are super young, use your youth to an advantage. Because if you go out and you reach out to these people and you say, hey, I'm a 17, 18, 20 year old kid that's just looking to interview people for my podcast to talk about X, Y, and Z, people see that and they're like, wow, you're young and you're doing this? That's awesome, I'd love to give you the time. And you will be surprised. So don't think that because you're young, it's gonna actually you know, not get you the people you want in your life. It's actually going to be your advantage. And the best right. way to find emails Go on Instagram. A lot of people have their emails read on Instagram and you'll be surprised. They actually respond to a lot. So go out, make a list of like your dream guests and then reach out to them. And you'll find that, you know, there's people who you thought, oh, there's no way this person will talk to me. They'll go and talk to you. I mean, it, it's, and, and along the way you get to meet amazing people, just like I've met Dr. Bill, incredible guy. And, um, and, and all the other amazing people I've met on the podcast. And once you do that, Guess what, my friend? You have a podcast up and ready to go. All right. I love one. I love two. I love three. Number four is the biggie. You ready? Yes. Yes. How do you monetize this? Because it's, mm -hmm. it's all great. I mean, I don't do this for money. I do this so that kids can learn about LEAP. And, you know, hopefully they're going to come to the program, which is nonprofit. So, for me, this is not a way that I'm going to support my family or sustain myself. 
But mm -hmm. if you're a professional podcast host, obviously, you know, you need to make a living. So how do you monetize the, the podcast so that you can make a living? Absolutely. Yes. So there's various different ways that you can do it. So if you have your own product or service that you ultimately want to sell, like right off the bat, you just can plug it right in your podcast and you can give like a nice discount to your listeners. For example, I had a stress management course that I released. And I remember I did a whole episode all about how to manage the stress in your life, especially during times of uh, crisis, like we're going through right now. And I gave the first thing you want to do is you want to add massive value. Because when you add massive value in your podcast, what happens is you, the people listening, they're going to trust you. They're going to see you as someone who's like, oh, this person's authentic, is genuine, and it's got good stuff in them. Like, I want to like, you know, I trust what they say. If they're going to tell me to buy something, like I'm going to trust them. So if you really want to monetize your podcast, I think the first step is add value in your content. Make sure what you're putting out is real. It's not salesy. It's useful. People can take that message and do something with it because then they're going to trust you. Then number yeah, two. No, totally. By the way, you just did that. You know, like mm -hmm. every other podcast out there is probably going to ask you, like, give me the Joe story. And you're going to tell them about the Adderall. And the, but the thing that differentiates ours is like kids can literally take those four steps that yes. you gave them and actually do them. And that's what I love to hear. So go on. Sorry, I interrupt. Absolutely. And, and Dr. Bill, I'm on the same page as you, man. I, I like the steps. I, I love I love hearing people's stories. Don't get me wrong. But. I think in the end of the day, like when you have the steps to success, especially from someone who has been through something successful that you want to achieve in your life, such as a podcast, like it's really, really useful. So again, yes, number one, add value. Number two, if you have your own product at the end of the episode, after you let it all on the line, or you can put it in the middle of the episode or the beginning of the episode, you can play around with it, but you just say, Hey, I have this product that relates to this topic and it's going to help you get there. And I put so much time and energy and I would just really want you to have this. So I'm going to give you a 15% discount if you go to this website and do it. And I got a lot of course sales through uh, my original online course through doing that method. And it was awesome. Now you might be thinking, I don't have a product or I don't want to make a product. I don't know what to do. There's something beautiful called affiliate marketing. And basically what you do is you either reach out to brands who have a product that fits into the topic that you talk with and you promote their product onto the, onto your podcast. So for example, if you're a fitness podcast and you want to promote a certain protein powder, you can reach out to the protein company, or if they have an affiliate program, you can find that on their website by searching brand name and then affiliate program. And basically you can cut a deal with them that says, Hey, if X amount of people buy this product using this link that I say, or this code word that I say in the email, I can get a percentage of every single sale. And that's one way to do it. So if you don't have a product, you don't, no worries. You can do affiliate marketing. And most of these things don't even cost anything up front. It's just you going out and saying, Hey, like, you know, whatever I make is what I drive and, and that's it. And it's really awesome. A lot of people make a lot of money off of this. Um, and, and there's no overhead to you. So that's a really good method. Another way too is, is through um, sponsorship. So you can just have people just going out and say, hey, like I have this much of a listener base, like people listen to me, like I'd love to give you a shout out on, on my podcast. This is what I charge uh, for like a 30 second shout out. And you can go and shout out some people, whether it's another podcast, an Instagram influencer, a brand that you really like. Um, so those are the three ways that you can monetize a podcast. Sell your own product. Number two, affiliate marketing. And number three, sponsorship. 
sponsorships, but remember the umbrella thing that I said first, you're not going to make any money if you're not going out and actually adding value and building trust with your audience. That should be your first and foremost thing. And let me tell you, if you do that, the money will come. No doubt about it. So I'm just going to take a wild guess and guess you probably did all three of those. Um, I've actually haven't done sponsorships. So I started off with affiliate marketing pretty, pretty heavy and that was getting off pretty successfully. And then I was like, you know what? I want to create my own course. I want to sell my coaching services. I've actually gotten all my clients through my podcast. Um, and so, um, I switched fully onto my own products after that. Um, and so, uh, I have not done sponsorships just because I've done mostly the products that I like and use and everything like that. And I found that a lot of the sponsorship opportunities weren't ones that aligned with who I was. And that's another really big point. Like if you don't use the product or if they don't align with you or your values or everything like that, don't put it on the podcast. Like, because again, people trust you and you know, that's, that's what you have to put on there. So I've done one and two. I haven't done three yet though. How, how did you reach out to brands for affiliate marketing? Yeah. So if they're a pretty small, like local brand or a brand that doesn't have, you know, too much exposure yet, I would literally just Instagram DM their, you know, brand account and just be like, Hey, I have this podcast. I get this much listeners a month. My demographic is X, Y, and Z. Like, I think you'd be a great fit on here. And DMing usually the person who's social will be like, Hey, like, Okay, like I'll set you up with our sales team and you guys can get something started up and boom. If it's a bigger brand, like um, I'm trying, like for example, one was uh, Bulletproof I did. So I love Bulletproof products. For those of you who don't know what it is, it's like a health supplement company. And right. you can go onto their website and just search Bulletproof Affiliate. And they, they will have a link that says affiliate program. You go into there, you apply, you send your statistics and everything like oh, that. Cool. Yeah. And then you can just go on and do it. So Dr. Bill, I mean, you can probably do this with like, you know, uh, really awesome products that like that would be really great for, for uh, young individuals to use in their life or whatever that might be. And you can go up and say, Hey, like I got a great podcast called meet the mentor, like blah, blah. I know you say you don't monetize it, but I'm just giving a hypothetical example. Hey, and, you know um, what? I would take donations and sponsor more kids to go to leap. 60% mm. of the kids that go to leap come on scholarships. So we're always raising money. So yeah, I, I, Hey, thank you. I just learned something really valuable and I'm, I'm all about it. I'll do it. Awesome. Awesome, man. So last thing I want to ask you, what's next? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mean, so where are you going with the podcast and what's on the big horizon out there in, in, uh, Arizona? Absolutely, man. So one of the things that, again, that I love that you're all about is finding mentors in your life who can really help to take you to the next level, whether that's in your health, your business, um, your mental health, any of those areas, I think having a mentor is key. And so along my journey of the podcasting, um, there was someone who I met who um, was, was really, really successful in the coaching space and the personal development space. And um, I was helping her, you know, with her production of her podcast and social media content marketing and everything like that. And um, I actually, you know, have graciously gotten the opportunity to go down to Arizona and work with her full time. And the reason why I'm doing that is not only because I think it's an awesome opportunity and not only because I align with her message so much because I really do, but because again, mentors are so important. And this is an opportunity where I get to literally work with a mentor who can really help me level up in my life and achieve the, you know, the, the dreams and the fulfillment that I want in life. And so that's why I'm going to Arizona. I'll be there next week. 
and uh, I'm super excited. And I'm still going to be continuing doing my podcast on the side as well. Um, I'll still still be doing that. Um, But I'm at a point in my life um, where I'm just trying to learn as much as possible and not just learn, but apply the knowledge that I've learned. Because if you're young right now, the best thing that you can do is just learn and, and try things. And even if it doesn't work, at least you learned. I know Dr. Bill says he doesn't fail. And that's so true. You're not going to fail. You're going to learn. And, and right now I'm in my life where I just want to learn as much and quote unquote fail as much as possible. Yeah. The actual quote is this. I never fail because if I do something and it doesn't turn out the way I want, I don't consider that failure. I consider that practice. And I'll do it again and again and again and again until I succeed. So you really only fail when you quit. And I'm too Mm -hmm. stubborn to quit. I just won't. Hey, Joe, thank you so much. So a big part of Leap Week, as I said earlier, was our kind of mentor workshop. And what I'd like to do is invite you to be a mentor. It will be on Friday, July 25th. Um, The timing and all that, we'll figure it out. But basically, you'll sit in a chat room with, you know, five to 10 students will rotate every half hour and they'll just ask you about Joe. They'll know who you are beforehand because we send out a little bio telling all the students who all the, the mentors are. But I really, really appreciate you taking the time. I love what you're doing and I love how transparent you are. A lot of people, you know, wouldn't be as transparent about you know, being addicted to a drug, even like Adderall. I mean, it's not like it was LSD or something like that, but you know what? It's still, it's still pretty intense. And, and, you know, the fact that you were able to kick that way, we didn't get into, but that I know about you is he switched that addiction for running. And so every time, you know, he feels like he needs some kind of addictive behavior, he gets out on the road and puts in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles. And that's a good addiction. And it's going to help you live a long, happy, healthy life. And dude, I'm really proud of you for what you've done, for what you've overcome, and for sharing the same passion that I have in giving back and helping the youth of our world. Because as we all know, our future is in the youth. And for people that don't give back, you know, I think they're really missing out on one of the most beautiful parts of life. I always say, he who gives receives the greatest gift. So I feel like I'm gaining and gaining and gaining. So Joe, thank you so much. Dr. Bill, over and out. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.